Okay, we are starting now the year. Hopefully, uh, everybody who will be coming and listening in. Uh, so, Parshas Bolok is a very interesting Parsha. Just a second. The, oops. Trying to get the static a little out. Okay, this is a little better. So, Parshas Bolok is a very interesting Parsha. A hire of... Uh, this guy, Bilam, according to Yonis and Menuziel, he happens to be Lovan Harami. And uh, it's said that somebody who's supposed to be our grandfather wants to come and curse us and eradicate us and uh, see our downfall. Before we actually start, tonight is the art site of the Archaim HaKadosh. Tonight we are also learning all those hidden that are missing. I don't have all their names, but we do have a list of names that we'll uh, try to say. Uh, no, it's not here. Just a moment. Okay, I don't see the list of names now in front of me, so we won't mention them at this point, but uh, the Rebbein Shalom should send Rufua to all those, and hopefully we find everybody alive and breathing. We're going to start off with the Arachayim HaKadosh. The Arachayim HaKadosh says, Kenecholim nitayu. The Arachayim HaKadosh says that Am Yisrael has four types of tzaddikim. So, the four types of tzaddikim is, number one, is the type like Shmuel Hanavi. Shmuel Hanavi, a Nachal is a river that goes around. So Shmuel Hanavi was the Nechalim Nitayu. He was the one that went around Eretz Yisrael from town to town, from city to city, and taught Torah all year round. Was never home. And he's the top of the top. Number two are those that the Tzadikim that learned Torah in their place, and uh, but you got to come to them. In Hebrew, it's called Harotzet Harav Yavoyilav. You want to come, you want to learn, then yes, you got to go to listen from the Rav. So it's still good because people come to learn from them, and then after they learn from them, they they go to others and learn from them too. So that's that's the second group. So, so that, that group is great. And uh, last, the third group are those that learn for themselves. They can't teach others. They don't feel that they have the quality to be able to teach others and inspire others, but they still want to learn Torah. And last but not least are those people that don't learn much Torah, but they support Torah on a daily basis, and that is also very, very chashev. So that's the Arachayim HaKadosh. Uh, you could try to light a candle. Lilu Nishmas, Reb Chaim, Reb Moshe Atar, and now we're going to the Zer Shimshan. So, Bullock hired Bilam to curse the Eden. What does he say? Curse them. Bilam comes back and says, Mo Ekoiv, 
even when they were supposed to be cursed, they did not get cursed. What is he talking about? Says Rashi, that when Shimon and Levi did what they did, Yaakov, before he died, when he calls them out, he doesn't curse Shimon and Levi. He says, Arur apam ki oz, ki kashasa. I curse their anger. I curse their lack of control of their anger. And that's what's wrong. That's not something that's supposed to be done. More than that, when Yaakov Avinu himself came in and tricked Yitzchak Avinu by saying that he's Esav and quote-unquote stole the brachas, Yitzchak should have been furious. He should have yelled at him, called him out. What did Yitzchak say? Gam So the obvious question is that the Zerashim Shanath Sanrashi uh, excuse me, wasn't Yaakov Avinu before Shimon and Levi? Why are you bringing the mice of Shimon and Levi first and only afterwards the mice of Yaakov Avinu? It's out of order. Go according to the order. The Territ says, he says, that from the mice that Yaakov Avinu, it could be that we can't prove the story. Because, first of all, Rashi there in Parshas Toldus says, Ba'achicha b'mirma, and Rashi teaches it b'chachma. He came with smartness. That's how he, he, he took the brachas. So that's that. So he says, that's how he took the brachas, b'mirma b'chachma. So not, it could be that's not reckoned as trickery. But by Shimon and Levi, yet we know after the Misa that Yaakov Avinu was upset. And he said, how could you do this? I'm between all the Goyim, and now, you know, I don't have how to save myself. So Shimon and Levi, yeah, he taka told them, Arur Apam, he was upset with them, and that's it. So, this is calling it out in the way that things should be called out. This was supposed to be a learning lesson for Bilam, that you don't curse a person. You, you try to target, this person has his bad midas, and try to say, you know, hello, these bad midas, you really seriously, you got to get rid of them. And that's that. When it came to Yitzchak, Yitzchak thought he was giving the brachas to Esav. When Esav walked in, it dawned upon them, wait a second, somebody else got the brachas. So he actually gave the brachas to Yaakov. And he says, let me replay exactly what happened here in my mind. And he said, you know what? He played it so good. Let him be gebenched. Let him stay with the brachas. He deserves them. He deserves those brachas. And that's that. So, (coughs) comes the Arizal and says something mind-boggling. The Arizal says that Terach did not... Okay, Terach was a guy. 
So I don't know why there would have been an an expectation even that he keeps Nida, but he said that Terach had relations with his wife when she was in Nida. And therefore, Terach and his wife, after they did tshuva, had to come to this world in a Gilgal. So Terach says the Arizal, the Zerashimshan is quoting him, came to a Gilgal as Eiv. That was where the Tikkun was going to be on his side. And Terach's wife, who we know is called Amasloi Bas Karnavo, as it was brought down in the Gemara, uh, that that's Avramavinu's mother's name, she was the Gilgul of Dina. So now, this, this is the challenge now. This was the full challenge. That this had to be now a Tikkun for that Misa. So, Nida, Terach's wife was a Nida, and Zerashimshin says she turned into Dina. And Eoiv, through the Yisurim, through the pain he went through and all the tragedies, that's how he cleansed himself from that sin. And Dina, through that she was raped by Shechem ben Hamor, so Shechem ben Hamor don't ask me how, pulled out all the Tumah, and that's how Dina became Tahira from that, and that's the Kavana in the Pasuk that it says in Parashas Kedoshim, Usihi Nidasa Alav, the Nida of that person hit back. Again, this is mind-boggling, this is not exactly to our level of understanding, but we're saying it in simplicity as it's brought down. Okay, so now she's Tahira. And this is Yaakov Shama Kitime as Dima Bita Kloimar. Yaakov heard what happened. He said everybody was saying that she was Nitma because they did not know the secret. But Yaakov knew the secret that for Dina this was the Tikkun. This is the way that she was going to be now, a Bas Yisrael Kshera, and from here she could she could continue only to better. And that's why Yaakov was quiet till they came. And he did not want to reveal to anyone, He really wanted only to reveal this story to his children, because he knew everybody else would look at him, Hello, this is... Gili Arayis. Gili Arayis doesn't bring Tahara. Gili Arayis brings Toma. But again, there are certain things that are setups. The Gemara says in Baba Basra that Machlon and Kilian was a setup because somehow Rus had to come back from Moyov in order to marry Boyaz in order that David should be. So it was a setup. Again, why were they punished? They were punished because. Uh, why did you leave and you were chosen to be the ones to do it? So this was also sort of a setup that had to happen, that Shechem was going to take all the Tumah, vacuum the Tumah out of Dina, and that was that. Now, the sons heard the mice in the field, and he didn't really have to tell it to them. 
and when they heard the Misa, when they came in, they were already, uh, and this happens. Many times you hear a story, and you're like, oh, woo. And they came home, they were all mad, angry, beside themselves, and full of plans how to revenge this disgusting story. Now, Yaakov is going to reveal to them the secret, and he wanted them to understand, you know, this is what happened, this is the setup from Hashem, and we have to accept it b'simcha. Says the Zerashim They were very angry. They said, Ta, okay, you're right. Mitzad, us and the Rabbani Shalom, the Maisa is a clean Maisa. But what's the headline in the Shem Times? What's going to be the headline tomorrow morning? Nevolo Nesesabi Yisrael. And, and, and this is going to be a shaming on our family forever. The coming generations that won't know this secret, and they're only going to be learning Chumash until Rashi comes, and there'll be Chumash and Rashi, but Rashi doesn't even bring this secret. Who knows? Uh, you know, maybe Reb Shimon Bar-Yechai had the secret he didn't reveal in the Zayar Kaddish, and Arizal, he's the one who was granted the permission to reveal such a secret which is mind-boggling. How are we going to learn this Pasha? We're going to learn this Pasha that this was one of the worst things that ever happened to Klal Yisrael to a Jewish daughter over the period of Jewish history since we became a nation. And that's that. And that's what he says, Nevolo Nasabi Yisrael, be Yisrael, because that's it. And they said, we can't be quiet. We have to respond to the people outside. If we're not going to have a response, and we're not going to tell them, and we're not going to stand up against this, then we are letting corruption in the world. And Yaakov was trying to explain to them, I'm sorry, no. (coughs) Again, we don't understand this. (coughs) Excuse me. We don't understand. It would have been as if Yaakov Avinu wants to reward Shechem. Because he deserves a prize. He got all the Zuama, all the Tumma out of Dina. <coughs> so he should be rewarded. And that's that. The other sons. Seems gave in. But, excuse me. The other sons gave in, but not Shimon and Levi. Shimon and Levi could not give in. They were so angry. They were so mad. They were so sure there has to be here a mission statement of Yaakov's family that we have to do something. Now, if Yaakov Avinu is saying that what was done is a tikkun, how dare Shimon and Levi get up and say that this was not a tikkun, and this was some type of a kilkul, and they're getting up, and they're making it worse. And therefore, this is a grave sin. Standing up against when your father says, Rabbi Isai, this is what happened here. 
he was a Zayoy Mosa Hashem Nagila Venismachaboy. Dina is now cleansed of Tumah. And they say, no, 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 no. He does not understand what's going on, and we have to get up, and we're going to take care of business ourselves. If he's not going to do it, we're going to do it. And they got up, and they killed out all of Shechem, after the Brismila. And we see that Yaakov said, Achartem Oisi. Yaakov said, you, you ruined me between the Goyim. Because you're young, and the way you process things were not the way the things were supposed to be processed. You made a misconception over here. And therefore, Yaakov said, whenever you are going, this is going to be repetitive. Because my Sa'avay Simen Lebanim. And therefore, guess what? There's going to be a Karech Vadosai. And there's going to be, after Karech Vadosai, there's going to be Zimri who comes out in this Parsha. And Yaakov says, don't mention my name there. When you don't understand what a Tikkun is, and you can't live up to that, yes, there are things that HaKadosh Baruch Hu does that is frustrating, that we can't fathom, that this could be a Maisetoyv. And therefore, he cursed their anger. He said, maybe if I'm going to curse their anger, they're going to move on this, that they'll work on their mida, and next time it comes around, they'll calm down. But it didn't help. Even though he said, when it came around to Koirach, and he felt, I deserve what's going to be with me, Holy Koirach, I can't be that I'm a no man. And that's it. Same thing at the end of the Pasha. Yeah, Zimri saw that there's a ticken out there that could be done to the ticken of Adam Arishai. And therefore he felt, you know what, the ticken to Adam and Chava's story will be me and Cosby Basur. Beautiful. Guess what? It could have been. If it could have been, if you wouldn't be a mechutzef, if he wouldn't have gone, if he wouldn't have gone to Moshe Rabbeinu, grabbing that midyanis and saying clearly, uh, Moshe, is this midyanis muteres or asura? With the chutzpah that he did it, it could be that he would have been metaken because Chazal teaches that Zimri had another name. Zimri's other name was Shlumiel ben Tzurishadai. Shlumiel means that he's Shlemus. Tzurishadai means the strength of Hashem. But he lost it all because he came to Moshe Rabbeinu and said, Zumu Teres Asura. And therefore, he was not Zaychetaka to be Metaken this Tikkun. And that's why Yaakov Avinu did not want his name mentioned on that Misa. And he said, yeah, and beside the don't mention my name there, and that's it. And therefore, Bilam is saying at that Misa, when Shimon and Levi, when Shimon and Levi got to that Misa, and Shimon and Levi did it, they were ready to get a klala.
because they were undermining that tikkun. Because it was straight from Hashem. And Lechoira, Hashem would have been masking to the Klala of Yaakov. And Bilam says, Rabbi Sai, no. Ma Ekoiv Loi Kabai Kale. Hakadish Baruchu does not want the Eden to be cursed because even Yaakov Avinu, who Hakadish Baruchu shared his name with him, did not curse when they were undermining. And that's that. Now, here, that even though that he said Kavai, Balak told him only Ara. And he said Kavai, and that was because he hated, Bilam hated Am Yisrael way more than Balak. All that being said, he said, You brought me Lakoiv Oivai Krosicha. You wanted me. You want me to do it. He said, I wanted to do it. I prepared myself to do it. I hate them more than you hate them. But at the end of the day, I cannot do anything that HaKadosh Baruch Hu didn't do. And when HaKadosh Baruch Hu set up a story to happen, and, and he was being undermined, of course, yes, this is exactly what they're doing here. They're mamish undermining the Maisa Hashem, Bullock and Bilam. They know, first of all, they knew that it was a hoax, that Am Yisrael was not going to attack Moev in any way. Because even after the story of all the Neshois Moev that were Machti Am Yisrael, yeah, Moev was not attacked. Only Midian was attacked. Only Midian was attacked. The only one that was attacked. And. That being said, he said the Rabbi Shalom wasn't masking. The Rabbi Shalom wasn't masking. So he said, if, if there's a time that this, if there's a time and a place that somebody deserves the klala, and the Rabbi Shalom teaches us and puts out in front of us that no, you could reprimand, you could point out how bad his midas rois were but you cannot curse him, then that was the only option that was left to Bilam was Taka to bench Klal Yisrael and to say all the good things that he happened to say at, the, at that moment. We're just going to finish you off with one little more piece on Matoivoy Alecha Yaakov Mishkanesecha Yisrael, one of the most famous psukim. He said, why is he saying Matoivu Oyalecha and Mishkanoisecha. And he said that the, the, the secret of Mezuzah, the Mekubalim write that Mezuzah answers to the word Zaz Moves. Death will not pass through this door. And he says, therefore, between the Oisius of the Mem and the Tuf, there's a Zion Vav, Zion Vav. That means a Zion Vav is 13, and Zion Vav is 13, which is Gematria 26, which is the Gematria of Yudke Vavke, and that means that between the Mem and the Tess, the Mem and the Tuf of this house separates them, the Yudke Vavke. He says, we know that Shuls don't need a mezuzah, 
So this is something that the Rebbeinu Shalom gives to every Yid, for every Yid that owns a house, and he puts this mezuzah on his door, he has to know that he's putting aside death. He's keeping death out of the doors of his house. Again, you know, it, 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 you have to have the kavana of the mezuzah, we have to know what it is and how it is, and of course there are people, their time comes and they die, even though there's a mezuzah, but we should know when we have a kosher mezuzah on our door, this is what it means, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is pushing aside death, and death cannot enter through our doors. Let us hope death will never enter our doors. It's not too late for Mashiach to come. And uh, they say, as a joke, even though that in the Gemara, the end of a sugya, when we don't have clarity and it says teku, teku normally means we stand here. But we said that it's a Rosh Tavis. Tishbi yitaritz kushis v'abayis. Hanavi will come, he'll answer all the kashas. So it says somewhere that Mashiach cannot come on Friday because Am Yisrael is too busy in preparing for Shabbos. But we really don't want that Sunday should not be, instead of Tzoyim Haravi, it should be Chag Haravi, the new Yontif of Shivasa Batamos. So let Mashiach come, Bezis Hashem, tomorrow and take us out of this Golos. And I, it's a Kasha, Mashiach doesn't come on Erev Shabbos. Eliyahu Novi already will answer that kasha uvolitzi and goyel. Let us have the most amazing Shabbos that we ever had. And if you have a moment, please light a candle for the Arachayim Hakadosh. And you could say a little tefillah that the Rebbeinu Shloilam b'schus Rabbeinu Chaim b'Rebbeinu Atar should help all those Eden that are on distress now, and they should be found healthy gezunt to hate. Have the greatest Shabbos ever. Call tov.